0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: The Built by Bama online podcast presents Daybreak for Friday, April the 10th, 2020. BOL senior analyst Travis Schreier with you as I am three times per week here on Daybreak. We're going to check in. With BOL recruiting analyst Hank South coming up in just a little bit. Hank's going to take us around the recruiting horn where Alabama men's basketball is concerned. Certainly been a newsy stretch, a newsy couple of weeks For Alabama men's basketball coach Nate Oates and his staff on the recruiting trail. And then we'll get into some football recruiting talk with Hank as well. We'll take a look at the numbers for this upcoming 2021 class for Alabama. Some more quarterback talk as it relates to this next cycle. This current upcoming cycle and the Alabama Crimson Tide. All that and more coming up next with Hank South, recruiting analyst for BamaOnline.com. The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount Plus. the What we'll brings you to the Shy? Opportunity. Everybody get
0: down! Walk right out to the side.
1: A new rain is coming to the South Side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's
0: job. The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.
1: And there he is, Hank South, recruiting analyst for at BamaOnline.com, joining us on a Friday edition of Daybreak here on the Built by Bama Online podcast. Hank, how you doing? I'm good, Travis. How are you? Cannot complain. Like everybody else, quarantined, uh, still trying to follow the guidelines, trying to practice the social distancing, but at the same time, trying to keep our subscribers and our pals, our friends there at Bama Online. Updated as well as we possibly can And been a busy, busy stretch from a basketball perspective No doubt about it I know both you and Tim Watts, our site publisher there at BOL You guys have been busy with the uh, commitment predictions here of late Both you and Tim uh, hitting at a pretty good percentage And I guess more importantly, Nate Oates, Brian Hodgson And the rest of that Alabama staff continues to slug at a pretty high rate
0: I mean, talk about a run BIM has been on the last two weeks. You know, they, they've really put together um, some momentum to, to close out this 2020 class. Obviously, you know, th- there wasn't a lot of fireworks um, in that early signing period for basketball last November. Um, you know, they added Keon Ambrose Hilton, which which obviously is a, is a big get in itself. But, you know, the, the numbers overall for the class just weren't there just yet um, as things kind of uh, as the calendar turns to 2020 and they focused on that late signing period. Um, and then, you know, just to, to kick it off about, you know, or exactly two weeks ago, um, Landon, Josh Primo, um, the 24, seven sports five-star combo guard. And then you follow that up with a number, another, um, elite, uh, combo guard in, in the junior college classification and, in, in Keon Ellis. And then most recently this week, um, Darius miles, um, out of, uh, out of IMG Academy, the, the small forward. So, you know, Bama's climbed all the way up to number 15 currently, at least that was at last check, in the uh, in the 24-7 Sports Composite team recruiting rankings. Um, and, you know, I don't, I don't think they're done just yet, you know, maybe as far as recruiting rankings go, just because of the guys they're still pursuing. But, um, you know, has really put together a, a strong class um, so far for this, you know, first inna- this inaugural, like, First entire recruiting cycle for NATO. So obviously, we saw what they did in that kind of um, shortened period they had when they first got on campus last spring. But now that they've had an entire year, gone through a season, um, you know, this is their first full cycle. So it it's, it looks like it's shaping up really nicely for them.
1: So it looks like right now, anyway, as we record this, uh, Jordan Bruner, the grad transfer from Yale, uh, has been out there for a while now. Uh, Alabama has survived a cut or two. Uh, in the race for the six foot nine post player and Jordan Bruner is that kind of where things sit right now? Maybe another transfer target or two that could be out there, Hank?
0: Yeah, pretty much where it stands. There's really not any other prep recruits we're tracking at the moment that have, uh, that have gone unsigned or uncommitted thus far. Darius miles is obviously um, the the most recent guy they offered at the high school level um, from IMG Academy. But uh, the, the two, most uh, talked about names, kind of the two most to follow for Bama fans at this point, are Jordan Brunner, the Yale uh, grad transfer big, who's down to Alabama, um, Baylor, and Maryland. I believe um, he he cut it down to six about two weeks ago. Now he's cut it down to three, and he's looking like he's going to make a decision here pretty soon. And you know, I know um, Evan Daniels, our twenty four seven Sports national uh, uh, analyst for for college hoops. He he actually he's been saying he likes where Bama stands for Brunner at this point. He hasn't made a decision just yet. But it looks like maybe Bama has some momentum there. So, you know, adding him to the fold, obviously he's not, he's not a recruit, so he doesn't have a, a recruiting ranking. So as far as it would apply to the, the current number 15 standing, I'm, I'm not sure it would have any impact on that. But you have to imagine getting that kind of impact player um, in this class. Would be the essentially, you know, adding a top fifty uh, high school recruit in, in terms of, uh, you know, a guy that can come in and make an immediate impact. So you're looking at, uh, you know, top ten worthy class if if they add Jordan Brunner in. beyond Brunner, um, they're they're looking It looks like there's some interest between uh, Bama and uh, Luther, uh, Luther Muhammad, the uh, point guard from Ohio State that, that's looking to transfer now. I think he's only cut his list down to eight at the time of this recording. Um, but he's also in the mix, so they're not really slowing down. They've added all these guys, but they still got their foot on the
1: gas. Yeah, it's been a, uh, it's been a strong finish here. And, uh, as has been the plan, I guess the late signing period will go on as previously scheduled, even in the midst of this, uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Is that the case next week? Right. We're going to see these guys that have committed here in the late period, go ahead and put pen to paper.
0: You know, that, that's a good question. i probably need to do a little bit more research on it, but I believe the NCAA um, either extended it for 30 more days or pushed it back 30 days um, with, with this dead period they, they've put into place. So um, I, I think it's extended, but, you know, I, I don't think any of these guys are at risk of, you know, wavering at this point. I think the guys that are committed in Primo, um, Ellis and Darius Miles are are fully solid going to sign as soon as they can. I'm just not sure if they can start next week or if they have to wait 30 more days um, depending on that that
1: letter of intent calendar. There you go. We're talking with Hank South, recruiting analyst for us there at BamaOnline.com. Hank, let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk some football before we get out of here on this Friday. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts on sort of an overview of this 2021 class for Nick Saban and the Alabama football Crimson Tide in terms of breaking down the numbers from a position perspective. Uh, I know you were asked about this and the the recent VIP uh, recruiting chat that you conduct on a weekly basis there on the roundtable at BamaOnline.com. Found it interesting. Looked like based on your response, it's going to be a pretty evenly spread uh, class in terms of numbers uh, around the horn, so to speak. Although I guess if there is an area or two where it might be a little bit of an influx, could be uh, wide receiver and tight end?
0: Yeah, you know, I think wide receiver is is one of the positions of focus for this staff. Um, you know, we, We've seen them not really uh, – well, they signed three in, in the 2020 class, but the year prior with, with uh, John Mechie just won um, – Obviously, going to lose Devontae Smith after twenty twenty, and, and you know Jalen Waddle. If he continues at his pace, is likely headed to the next level as well. So they're going to need some guys to come in and and, uh, and contribute pretty early. And you know they signed three quality guys in twenty twenty, but um, you know there's this is a really strong wide receivers class in twenty twenty one, and they're in on some pretty elite level guys and you know, same thing with tight end, you know, they're going to have um, some, this can be a little scarce like, depth wise after um, after the 2020 season, they're getting Carl Tucker, the gra- Carl Tucker, the grad transfer from UNC in, um, uh, he only has one year of eligibility, Miller Forrestall, you know, moving on, you know, it's already kind of a thin position as it is. Um, only signing one guy in 2020 in Caden Clark. So um, I think those are two areas we're going to see them address pretty hard. You know, I, I haven't pegged three to four wide receivers at this point. Um, you know, I think two tight ends, you know, they, they looked to uh, try to sign two tight ends and, and, in the 2020 class, and, you know, they ended up getting two. just one as a grad transfer in, in, in Carl Tucker, um, who only has one year of eligibility left. But, you know, beyond that, you know, I think offensive line is, is an area that they're going to look at uh, pretty hard. And you know, I've been told anywhere from four, maybe five guys on the offensive line. And then I think quarterback's really important as well. And we we've seen them, obviously, you know, that they have the advantage of having, uh, pretty strong in-state guy, and, and Quincy McHistory up the road um, in, in Pitts and Valley. Um, so you know, you need a cornerback. get got a five-star cornerback in your backyard. It's a good year for that, and, and there's certainly other guys across the nation that they're they're in on too. So yeah, overall, I mean, I think it's going to be a full class. You know, we, we see we didn't see them completely fill up um, in in the 2020 cycle like we maybe anticipated them to. You know, in this went to Mizzou. Uh, McKinley Jackson went to Texas A&M, so there, there's some spaces I, I believe to work with. Um, I don't, you know, if I tried to explain the exact numbers, I'd probably hurt myself um, trying to <laughs> trying to get that out. But um, I, I would have just made a full class, maybe a couple extra spots to work with. Um, and you know, it, it's, it's one commitment right now, so we're gonna we're gonna eventually have a lot of news to cover <laughs> when these commitments start hopping on board and, and some guys to you know track and, and start telling their stories a little bit more.
1: Yeah, and and again, as you noted, whereas there is just one commitment for Alabama right now in this 2021 class that's upcoming, just following your reporting, what we hear from Tim, um, it sounds like things are still lining up for this to be the sort of uh, recruiting class Alabama fans have grown to expect during the the Nick Saban era. When all is said and done, uh, even with the 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 unprecedented situation we find ourselves in right now, uh, the, the, the this staff this this head coach and Nick Saban have positioned themselves to once again do what uh, we've seen it do in the past.
0: Yeah, and, and you know it's it, it you kind of feel like it like Bim is out there just kind of lurking in the water. You know you're seeing you're seeing Ohio State go on this crazy run. They're they're putting together a fantastic class. You've seen Clemson get some guys. George has gotten a couple of commitments this week. Um, so these classes are starting to pick up and Bama is still there with just one, but if you've kind of followed all the news in the last month, even though it's been a dead period, there haven't been any visits. Um, guys are putting out top schools lists. We're seeing Bama on almost, you know, pretty much all of them. Um, you know, Bama has been very active, um, staying in touch with these guys. They've been doing these zoom meetings with the new strength and conditioning staff. Um, you know, we're seeing guys mention Bama all the time. You know, Bama kind of just out there lurking, you know, once, once this, um, dead period lifts, guys can get back on visits, you know, I think this class can really take off. You know, I, I totally envision it being a top five class, um, you know, if not top three by the time it's all said and done with the work they're putting in now. And then, you know, once they can get back on campus, get guys in on visits, uh, you know, it, it's eventually going to take off.
1: As we let you out of here. Um, we talked last week about a California quarterback prospect for this 2021 class in Miller Moss, Sounds like here in the last day or so, though, you're you're hearing more and more momentum, perhaps in the corner of Jalen Milro and potentially his place in this class as well.
0: Yeah, you know, and I, I wrote a story on him this week um, on, on BamaOnline.com. online dot com. We talked to him. Uh, we talked about a month ago as well. But he's out, he, I mean, Bama fans are familiar with him. He was he was very close to committing to to the tide last summer. Um, he threw for Sarkeesian and Saban at camp last June, impressed greatly. He was at the top of the quarterback board along with Drake May. We just saw um, Drake May commit first, um, and then Jalen Milroe went ahead and committed to Texas. We caught up with him this week. He even said, you know, in our interview, like, he, he was close. He was he was on the verge of committing to Alabama. He, he was uh, that high on the program. And, you know, now that Drake May is off to UNC and Bama's back um, at square one looking, looking to add somebody, Um, You know, the the interest is really starting to pick up some steam there. And and I wrote, you know, if you want to know how important a a target is or, you know, how highly Bama thinks of somebody, follow the Nick Saban FaceTimes. You know, we hear about these guys FaceTiming with Saban, especially in the spring, as far as top targets right now. Jalen Milrow told us he's FaceTimed with Nick Saban twice in the last month. So, I mean, you don't hear that too much. You know, you you hear guys FaceTiming with Saban, you know, maybe once a month, you know, if, if not a couple times throughout the spring. He said he's done it twice. He's been in touch with Sark, Jeff Banks, um, Tino Sinceri, the graduate assistant for quarterbacks. Um, and even uh, Major Applewhite is kind of a factor. You know, you don't hear Major Applewhite much anymore. But I mean, he's, he's a guy that was at U of H um, recruiting Jalen Milrow at the time to U of H. He was in his top eight. Now he's in Alabama. Um, and, and he's close with him there as well. So there's a lot of guys um, that, you know, are, are close with Jalen. He has that relationship with a lot of guys on the staff, I think, just at this point. It's about, you know, will he take a visit? Um, how comfortable is he still with Texas? You know, they signed two quarterbacks in, in, uh, in the 2020 class. They have a new OC. Um, he's still, you know, Bama, obviously only signed one. You know, he, he, he would probably be the only quarterback in the class if he were to commit. Um, and he said, you know, he said Bama's number two for him right now. So, you know, it's, it's all about just getting him on, getting on that visit um, and, and, you know, going from there. We saw it with Bryce Young last year, you know, fully committed to, to USC at this point in time. Bama kept pushing flipped him in uh in the early fall so it's definitely within the realm of possibility
1: there you go always great stuff from hank south recruiting analyst at BamaOnline.com. thanks so much hank take care of yourself of course thanks travis there he goes hank south and that's going to do it for a friday edition of daybreak here on the built by bama online podcast Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining us at BamaOnline.com. Thanks for joining us there at the Roundtable, the premium message board of choice for Alabama Crimson Tide fans. Until next week, have a great weekend, everybody.
0: Every sport has their big, juicy controversy. Boxing has the Mike Tyson ear bite. Cycling has Lance Armstrong. Baseball has its steroid era. Curling has...